welcome back. And if you are new here, I am your host, Anna May. I talk about animals from sea creatures to zoo creatures to dogs, cats, snakes, lizards, and any other type of animal that you can think of, even bugs. I've talked about butterflies. I also talk about fun facts for kids, like where did popcorn and candy come from? Some of the videos that I've created, I will tell you. So you'll have a sense of idea of what my podcast is about. My podcast is very interesting. I've talked about ragdoll cats, which are adorable. I have talked about Bombay, bone and skeleton facts, Maine Coons, the world of Marvel, unicorn history, cat breeds, the... What the? Well, that was weird. I have talked about dog, dog finding your wherever. Um, Close-up photography, pipefish, microphotography, cave bears, stars and planets, zoology, twilight sparkle, photography, stick up mash, figure of six, Nancy Drew, peanut characters, summer for kids, American Tree Sparrow, Mary Kate and Ashley, Beanie Babies, Popcorn, Snails, Corella, Morning Dove, Tinkerbell, Pizza Facts, Giant Pandas, Potato Chips, and so much more. I hope you all will enjoy my podcast and stay to learn something fun and educational. But the key hint here is fun.
Okay, and welcome back. I am your host, the Susan Anna May. Or you could just, oh hey, or you could just call me Anna May. Either one is perfectly fine with me. Today we are going to talk about Maine Coons. Here we go. Maine Coons. So it says here, red coat with smooth, silky texture. Oval copper colored eyes, medium long sturdy legs, square muzzle, hair long on rough, large round tiffid feet, large tiffid ears, heavily built broad chest, long thick fur tail. Maine Coons, an impressive large cat that is kind natured and easy to keep place of origin u.s date of origin 1800s breed registered cfa f-i-f-e g-c-c-f-t-i-c-a weighed about 9 to 17 pounds colors and patterns many solid colors and shades in torso tabby and biocolor patterns main coon is named after the state where it was first recognized. How the breed first arrived there has been explained in various entertaining but mostly impress improbable tales. Wider versions of Maine Coon history forward the theory that it descended from Scandinavia cats brought in by the Vikings are claiming that several cats of this type went sent to the U.S. by Marie Antoinette. Anxious to preserve her pets during the French Revolution, the suggestion that the Maine Coon was originally a hybrid between feral cats and raccoons can definitely be discounted as a scientific impossibility. Though the cat's bushy tail makes it easy to see how the idea might once have had a celebratory Hugh and handsome, the Maine Coon has a thick, shaggy, waterproof coat that serves it well in its early role as a farm cat leading an outdoor life through harsh North American winter. Once highly regarded for its skills as a vermin catcher, this breed became a popular pet since the mid-20th century. Maine Coons have many endearing characteristics including a tendency to act like kittens all through their lives their voice described by some as a bird-like chirp sounds surprising small for such a big cat these cats are slow to mature and do not usually reach the full magnetic growth until about their fifth year a Maine Coon in full coat has a medium rough which is usually shaggy in males than in females. This provides excellent insurance and would have a virtual color weather accessory when Maine Coons were outdoor working cats. The cats change seasonal for much of their undercoat being shed in the summer. Okay, so we are gonna start at the very beginning of the book now. And I'm taking out all the other bookmarks that no longer need to be in this book if I can find them. Shake, shake, shake. Really, shake. 
give you anything else that might be in here. Okay, Capri books. Let's get to the first Capri. Short hair. Most cats have short hair. Whether they are large or small, wild or domestic, this is an evolution development that makes sense for natural predator, relying on strength and their occasional burst of speed. A hunting cat is more effective in a short coat because it can glide unharmed through dense terrains and move freely for a rapid pounce in a tight corner. A short coat keeps the cat warm without overheating. Developing the short hair, the first coat to be domesticated possibly over 4,000 years ago, had short hair, and their silk coats look has been popular ever since. In a short coat color and pattern are clearly defined, and the feline form appears to full advantages. Dozens of short hair breeds have been developed, but there are three main groups, British American and Oriental short hair. The first two are essentially ordinary domestic cats refined by decades of breeding programs. They are sturdy, round-headed cats with short, dense, double-layer coats. They're strikingly different original group have little to do with the East being created in Europe through crosses with the Siamese. They are short, close lying with fine coats with no woolly undercoat. Other well-loved short hair cats include the Burmese, the plush fur, Russian blue, which are very short undercoats that lift the top guard hair away from the body and the exotic short hair which combines unmistakable Persian looks with a shorter, more manageable coat. Short hair is taken to extremes in several hairless breeds, including the Sphinx and the Peter Bold. These cats are usually not typically hairless. Most have a fine covering of body hair with the feel of sedue. Another variety of short hair is seen in Rex cats, which have wavy or chrome coat. Among the best known of these are the Raven Rex and the Wishin Rex Easy Maintenance. A great advance for owners of short hair breed is that the coat requires little grooming to keep it in good condition. While, while protostone injuries are easy to see and treat. However, keeping a short hair cat does not guarantee hair-free carpets and sofas. Some breeds shed quickly, quite heavily, especially during seasonal loss of thick undercoats. And even single-coated varieties such as the Oriental always lose a certain amount of hair. Asian solid, the Asian group of short hair are modern in build, being neither stocky nor as ultra slim as the oriental. Siamese, the short fine coat of the Siamese, the elegant lines of this graceful blue eye cat, many different point colors have been 
develop the classic several point remains a favorite. Snow Beagle Bangle. Bangle cats are the result of crossbreeding between domestic cats and the Asian leopard. This snow bangle also has some A-L-B-I-N-I-S-T genes, which accounts for its pale coloring. Siamese, the short fine coat of the Siamese and shows the elegant lines of this. Graceful blue-eyed cat. Many different point colors have been developed, but the classic seal point remains a favorite. Exotic short hair. Place of origin, U.S. Date of origin, 1963. F-C-F-A-F-I-F-E-G-C-C-T-I-C-A. Weight, 8 to 15 pounds. Colors and patterns, almost all colors and patterns. The first exotics were bred in the U.S. in the 1960s. And by the 1980s, there was a popular British version as well. These cats were created through breeding programs that crossed the Persian with short hair. I think we already talked about this. Oh, this cute little... Uh, K-H-A-O-M-A-N-E-E, the white jewel. It's a very pretty cat. K-A-R-A-T, place of origin, Thailand. Date of origin, C, 12th, 16th century. Breed register, C-F-A-F-I-E-F-I-F-E. G-C-C-F-T-I-C, 6 to 10 L-B. Grooming, colors of patterns, blue. Oval paws, linear muscles, very large green eyes, nose, leather is heart-shaped, color hair at silver tip, close lying blue coat with un no undercoat, distinct heat-shaped head. Few cat breeds can truly be described as being of ancient origin, but the K-O-R-A-T from Thailand is one of them. It appears in a book titled The Cat Book Poems, which dates back to the I am period. Yes, we talked about these as two. Chinese L-I-H-E-U-A Place of origin, China. Date of origin, 2000. Breed CFA. Weighs 9 to 11 pounds. Cat fitting description of the L-I-H-U-A or dragon, as it is also called, appeared to have come in China for centuries. However, around the world, this cat is a newcomer. Recognized as an experimental breed since 2003. Although it is beginning to attract attention, interest, the Chinese dragon is a large cat with muscles built and beautiful marked tabby coat. Though not particularly domestic, it makes a friendly and faithful pet. This active cat, which has a representation as a clever hunter, needs space to exercise and is not suited to confine in small homes. Lower jaw, slightly shorter than upper, bright yellow eyes, thick hair from markle patterns, on thick being hairs on chin and chest, light hair on belly, long straight nose, black spots at corner of mouth, straight muscle legs, dirty 
rectangular body, hair as rings. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a
sad and lonely at the end of each day when the children go home for the night. At this, his friend suggests, Frosty decides to have a snow wave to keep him company. He helps the children build a snow wave for him, and they name her Crystal, but their dismay, the group cannot find a way to bring Crystal to life. Late that night, Frosty presents Crystal with a bouquet of forest flowers. His gift of love brings her to life, and the two jolliest folk go through the snow until Jack uses a gust of icy wind which blows Frosty's top hat off, turning him back to his lifeless state, a taunting crystal that he is gone for good. To prove Jack wrong, she sculptures a course out of snow, placing it on Frosty's chest and gives him a kiss which immediately brings him back to life. Be fueled, be fueled by his reanimation, Jack throws Frosty's top hat back on his head in disgust. Frosty and Crystal run through the town, announcing the running to the children. The children recite person Brown, the local preacher, to marry them, but Brown cannot perform the ceremony, as he can only marry humans. To ensure the wedding still takes place, he assists the children in building a snow person, person who he brings to life with his Bible. When Jack decides to spoil the wedding with a blizzard, Frosty and Crystal decide to reason with him and ask him for ask him for him to be the best man at the wedding. Finally feeling appreciated and accepted, Jack agrees and Frosty and Crystal are finally married. Frosty, Crystal, and Jack have fun with the children all winter long, but they notice the weather is starting to grow warmer. Jack uses his powers to extend the winter to allow Frosty and Crystal to stay. But when Person Brown warns them of the danger of an everlasting winter, the three realize they must return to the North Pole. The group skates to the train station and Frosty reunites with the traffic cop who met in the previous special, who is shocked to hear Frosty has a snow wave. Frosty, Crystal, and Jack aboard the train for the North Pole and bid farewell to their friends, and the three return to the town the following winter.
enjoying my podcast and you enjoy this ad break slash sponsor. Now we're going to talk about Frosty Returns. Frosty Returns is a 1992 American animated Christmas television special starring the voice of Jonas Winters and the narrator and John Goodman as Frosty the Snowman. The special was directed by Phil and Ever Brown and featured music by Mark. It was first aired on the CBS television network on December 1st, 1992 and continued to be broadcast. It is the fourth sequel in a series being with uh, the 1969 television adaptation of Frosty the Snowman, the song. Wait, there's another. Hang on just a second. We have a few more Frosties to talk about than I thought, which is cool. The special begins with a musical number that Beastboro Elementary School is canceled for the day due to a seven-inch snowfall. While the adults increasingly complain about the problem they have to deal with due to the snow and ice, the children enjoy the opportunity to play outside in the snow. The scene then shifts to Holly D. Carroll, a depressed and lonely young girl, an inspiring magician magician with only one friend, a tone-deaf nerd named Charles, who has a kink for a commentary while practicing a magic deck with Charles, the wind blows Holly's hat off her head, out the window, and onto a snowman who comes to life as Frosty, thus revealing that Holly's hat was the old silk hat featured in an original song and previous adaptations. Meanwhile, a new product appears in Beesbro and Aspiral Spray called Summer Weeds that causes snow to instantly disappear and thus poses a fatal threat to Frosty. Summer Weeds inventor Mr. Twitchley hopes to use the product to win over the people of Beesbro as that he will be crowned king of Beesbro Winter Carnival, appearingly believing that the title will give him actual domain over them. At a presentation before the town council, a trustee voiced concern about the environment impact of the untested product. Mr. Twitchell orders his pet cat Bones to open a trap door beneath her seat. The Twitchleys delight the frosted dismay the town of Beansboro embraces Summer Weeze, putting Frosty's ex- existence in jeopardy. When many of the classmates rally for the end of the snow, we're in class the next day, only a day after spring, about its varieties, Holly and Charles become Frosty's protectors, hiding him in a freezer and securing refuge for him in a Ice castle built for the carnival. Later, Holly gets Frosty to appear at the Winter Carnival in an attempt to persuade the townspeople that Twitchley's product is dangerous to the environment, hoping the citizens will rethink their 
this lake of snow. Singing out of the joy of winter, the townspeople are convinced and Frosty is unanimously declared king. Eventual Twitch tries to run over Frosty with his delivery truck, but misses and falls in a frozen lake. Now humbled, Frosty and Holly rescue him and let him wear the crown and cape as they all ride in the sleigh. Later, Frosty must leave Beansboro, but he assures Sally that he will return someday. Contrary to this title and consistent pairing of the 1969 Frosty the Snowman special, the two products became different companies. Okay. Now let's talk about The Legend of Frosty the Snowman. The Legend of Frosty the Snowman is a 2005 direct-to-video animated film product by Classic Media Studio B Productions and Chop Drawer Animation. The film is narrated by Bert and features Bill as the voice of Frosty and the voice actress Cassie as Tommy Tinkle. Frosty the Snowman travels to the town of Evergreen, which is seemingly I-D-Y-L-L-I-C, but full of unhappy children who must follow harsh rules. Frosty tries to play with Mayor Tinkerton's son, Tommy, but he is afraid of displeasing his uptight father, who keeps the family and the town on a strict schedule and favors Tommy's obedience older brother, Charlie, seeing he cannot reach Tommy yet. Frosty finds Tommy's best friend and a neighbor, a nervous boy named Walter Wade, and convinces him to play in the snow with him one night. Walter has so much fun that he walks into school confidently the next day. Word spreads about Walter breaking curfew and having fun, promoting the school's principal, Hank Parkley Pankley to complain to Mr. Tinkerton. Walter and Charlie get into a food fight at lunch, period and are immediately placed in attention. Tinkerton takes a pin mark number one from Charlie and integrates Walter, who replies that he was playing with a magical snowman, causing Tinkerton to react nervously. Pankily assured Tinkerton that Walter's story is untrue, secretly designed to take Tinkerton's job as mayor. At school ends, Charlie mocks Walter for believing Frosty by Frosty, but Frosty arrives outside the school and two join him. Tommy leaves to follow a Sarah Simple, a school mate he has a crush on, but instead Frosty's hat leads him to the library where he discovers a comic book about Frosty. The comic tells of a boy whose father is a stage musician, magician, who denounces magic, yet the boy brings Frosty to life using his father's hat. Tommy reads that the boy spends the rest of the winter looking for Frosty, but the rest of the comic pages are blank. 
An increasingly disturbed Tinkerton finds Tommy and gives him the number one pin, confusing that Charlie and the other children have told him the same story about a magical snowman and wanting Tommy to tell him if anything else strange happens. Tommy wears the pin to school but is shunned for being Tinkerton's new favorite. Tommy discovers his mother's scrapbook old photos of his father revealing that the boy in the comic is Tinkerton. Frosty continues to play with the children, including Sarah, until they begin to sh- obey rules, appealing their parents and causing Tinkerton to break down. Pinkley convinces Tinkerton to make him mayor at the next town meeting, promising to restore order. He also notices Walter feeling left out of playing with Frosty and tricks him into helping him play a play helping him lay a trap for Frosty. Walter goes ice skating with Frosty on a frozen pond until Frosty falls through the ice and melts, allowing Pinkley to steal the hat. As Tommy attempts to read the comic, the blank pages restore themselves. Pankley is revealed to have stolen the hat and locked it away the same winter Tinkerton was looking for Frosty, warning that Pankley will take over Evergreen completely if he is allowed to succeed. Tommy regains the trust of his friends, who he shows them the complete comic. They successfully retrieve the hat from the school and revive Frosty. The adults notice the children's absence and head into the woods to find them, dancing with Frosty despite Pinkley's attempts to stop them. Tommy returns the number one pin to Tinkerton, apologizing for disobeying him, but Tinkerton assures his son he did the right thing and happily recognizes Frosty as his father's hat. Tinkerton restrains himself as mayor after he realizes Parkling trickery and Walter hits him with a snowball, leading Frosty to involve the other adults in a snowball fight. The adults rekindle with their children and Tinkerton comes to believe in magic again, not wanting his son to grow up without magic as he did. He also removes the rules and curses from the town. The film narrator is revealed to be an elderly Tommy who now lives together with Sarah, hearing her call him from the cold. Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. It's the only other one I could find. Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July is an American-Japanese Christmas Independent Day television special. Okay, we'll just get to the plot. Long ago... Winterbolt, a powerful, evil snow wizard, caused havoc until Lady Beirel, the Queen of the Northern Lights, put him in a deep sleep. Years later, Winterbolt awakens and barely transforms the last of her powers into Rudolph's red nose when he is born, which will stop glowing if it ever uses for evil. Winterbolt learns of this and plans to dispose of Rudolph. Meanwhile, an ice cream man named Mitten arrives and tells Rudolph and Frosty that he plans to marry Lily Lauren's daughter, Lillian, if they star in the local circus. 
Winterbolt offers Frosty and his family magical amulets to keep them from melting, which will only last until the final fireworks fade on July 4th. Santa agrees to pick them up before the magic wears off, but Winterbolt creates a blizzard to prevent him and Mrs. Claus from arriving on time. At the case of lost rejection, he recounts an untelling nasty reindeer named Snatcher, who was jealous because he wanted to be one of Santa's reindeer, but was filled, fired when Santa hired Rudolph. They planned to get Rudolph to steal from the circus, which will make him appear to be evil and rid him of his magic. Meanwhile, Frosty discovers Scratcher's conspiracy and wants to help Rudolph. Winterbolt takes advantage of Frosty as well by agreeing to help Rudolph to exchange for his hat, intending to use it to create an army of evil snowmen. Rudolph manages to defeat Winterbolt, gets the hat back, and his nose regains its glow. Rudolph returns to the circus with the policeman, who encounters him and returns Frosty's hat and the circus money, bringing him back to life. Winterbolt Winter Bolt arrives and tries to attack everyone, but Lily breaks his scepter, causing him to turn into a tree. After this, Sam is arrested, Scratch disappeared, and all of Winter Bolt's spells wear off. But Frosty and his family melt as their amulets are no longer active. However, Rudolph's old friend Big Ben arrives in time with Jack Frost, who brings Frosty and his family back to life. Santa and Mrs. Claus arrive to take the snowman back home. While Rudolph stays behind to help the circus until they're out of debt and leading the flying circus parade with the circus animals who can now fly with some of Santa's magic feed corn. I hope you all have a great and wonderful holiday. Don't forget 
to always ask a parent or guardian before watching, buying, doing, or listening to anything. And to remember that I do my best to fact check and research what I can about this information. So hopefully this information isn't misleading, but I cannot guarantee 100% of it is accurate. I do my best to try and get 100%. So I hope you all have a great and wonderful week. And I hope you all enjoyed my podcast this weekend. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about it. Also, I hope you all enjoyed this educationally fun podcast. You could check out my Gummy Bears pod YouTube channel as well. And now I'm going to say over and out. See you next time, I hope. Love you all. Heart my fans.